It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Moving my head? Yeah. I'm laying it off? Love that too. I'm pronating? When you're not supinating. I'm clearing too early. I'm clearing too late. My God, my swing feels like an unfolding lawn chair. I look like a fool. What the hell do you think you look like shooting them chili peppers up Lee Jansen's ass? Well, we're waiting. What's up, golf fans, and welcome back to another episode of Fairways and Dreams. I'm Jeff Hartman, your host on this golf journey every Tuesday and Thursday. Don't forget, every Tuesday is my two-man scramble podcast where I have a guest on the show to talk about golf and whatever interests me. Make sure you check out this past Monday, I'm sorry, past Tuesday episode where I had Trickshot Terry or Mark Weiss uh, on to talk about how he went from in 2019 a 12 handicap down to a scratch golfer in 2022. Is a very interesting conversation. I hope you all checked it out. If you didn't, you still have time to. Nothing in there has gone bad. Today, though, Fairways and Dreams on Thursday is just me, just Jeff and a microphone talking about the great game of golf. And today I decided that I wanted to talk about goal setting. Goal setting for the 2024 golf season. We'll talk about some news and my thoughts on the PGA Tour. We'll get you a bet for the Mexico Open Coming up this weekend, not a lot of big names playing in that tournament. And as always, I want to mention Acorn Hills. Go to acornhillsco.com. Again, acornhillsco.com. There's some new stuff coming out. It's a lot of good quality stuff, good for the environment. It's a great company. Nate Hearns does a great job. And use the code FD15 to save yourself 15% at checkout. Again, FD15 at Acorn Hills. Get your golf gear and get yourself geared up for this upcoming season. But getting ready for this season, goal setting, yeah, goal setting. Everyone talks about goal setting. When I was a teacher, I had taught for 16 years. 
we would always talk about goal setting in different avenues. We talked about goal setting in the health realm when I was teaching health class as it pertains to things like developing a fitness plan. You have to have a goal and you got to follow certain specific criteria to reach that goal. Uh, we talk about it in athletics all the time, and this is going to be an athletic endeavor when we're talking about the game of golf. And when we taught this, you have to use the SMART plan. SMART goals, that's what we taught, called them, SMART goals. S-M-A-R-T, every single letter stands for word. It's an acronym. Therefore, we're going to do that with this as well. We're, let's go over it. In case you forget from your time in school, the S, specific. It's got to be specific, right? M, has to be measurable. You want to avoid those, those intangible goals that you really cannot see if you hit those numbers or measure in any increment. A, it's got to be attainable. It's got to be attainable. R, it's got to be relevant. And then T, it's got to be timely. You want to have those time-bound uh, constrictions on the SMART goal. Now, in this case, we're talking about the golf goals in 2024. So the 2024 season, I have to be honest. Here we are sitting here. It's It's February 22nd, the day this podcast drops, February 22nd, and it's a situation where you're looking at this and you're thinking, how many times have I played yet this year? For me, the answer is zero. I have yet to get out. I've hit golf balls in the backyard into our net. Uh, we've chipped around and stuff, but I have yet to play any formal golf in this calendar year of 2024. We will soon enough. It's a lot easier for me when the time changes, which is coming up at the beginning of March. But nonetheless, so these golf goals, we'll talk about timely, time restraints. We're this season talking about 2024. So I have to be honest, though. I haven't done this before. I've never done this before. I ask you, the listener, have you ever done this before? Have you ever set goals for yourself? And if so, what did they look like? What are your goals? I thought this was really good for me. I, I want to involve my family more in the game of golf. We'll talk about that as one of my goals. Uh, but for me, like, there are still some work. I have some work still to do with these goals. These are not goals that are set in stone. I have to fine tune them. You'll notice that some of these goals are a little bit more open-ended than I would like. I'd have to actually go in and, and actually figure out some actual numbers to put with these goals. It's going to be really important for me. So what are my 2024 golf goals? If you follow me on Instagram, the golf underscore life, I kind of put a video together just piecing my thoughts. So what I did is I took those goals and I put them into this podcast so I can expound on them a little bit more. So the first one was to golf more. Okay, well, this is not specific. This is very vague. So what do you mean to golf more? Well, I want to actually keep track of how many times I golf this year. So I play nine holes a lot with the kids. When I go and golf nine holes, I want to keep track. So maybe I'll keep a notebook or a spreadsheet where I will mark down how many times I play nine holes. Also, how many 18 hole rounds do I play? My 18 hole rounds I'm looking for, and this is going to sound really, really low to a lot of people, but it's actually for me, it's actually fitting that I'm going to start with 25. And then if I get more than that, that's awesome for nine holes. I'm going to try and double that. I wanted to get out there and play 59 hole rounds this season. And we'll see if I can do that. So I'm looking for again, 25, 18 holes, and I'm looking for 50, nine holes. Cause it's easy for me to grab a couple of my kids that want to go. We go play in the afternoon in the summer and get a late nine in. And that's, that's pretty simple. It's a little bit more challenging to play 18 holes. Okay. So that's goal. Number one is to golf more. I gave you some specific numbers there. The next goal, I want to have more fun doing it. So I want to golf more, 
but I don't want to golf more and be miserable when I'm doing it. I want to enjoy it. I don't want to be so concerned about the outcome, the score, that if you listen to my podcast on Tuesday, the gentleman, Trick Shot Terry, as I'll call him, who has snapped over 20 clubs over his knee. Like I don't want to get to that point where I'm so enamored with the final result that I, I find myself wanting to break some equipment. So for me, the, the tangible thing is to just be light with it, to go out, you want to score well, you want to play well, but if I don't, I, there's always going to be another nine hole. There's always going to be another 18 hole round. That's not going to, it shouldn't be the, the be all end all, so to speak. Now let's go to the next goal. I want to be more consistent, more consistent. And I want to be more consistent is consistent in all aspects of the game. So I've looked at my stats from last year. I had an app on my phone and it would be able to, you know, you, you play a par four. Once you finish the hole, it's going to ask you questions. Did you hit the fairway? If you missed, was it to the right or was it to the left? Did you hit a green in regulation? How many putts did you have? Did you get up and down? All these questions. And the one thing that I noticed when I look back on my 2023 stats was that especially off the tee, I was spraying the ball all over the place. I was missing left sometimes. Some rounds I was definitely pulling the ball more, hooking the ball at times. Some rounds because I'm trying to fix that issue I now turn to the other side of the fairway. I'm blocking shots. I'm fading it slash slicing it too much. That's the way it was with me in 2023. I have also found that when I'm hitting fairways, I am so much more consistent than when I'm not. Meaning everything else gets set up by me having my driver actually putting the ball in play. That might sound like, well, Jeff, that's pretty simple. Everyone's like that. You hit fairways, you're going to hit more greens. Not necessarily, but for me, the data from last year shows that. So when I look at if there's one area I really need to be more consistent with, it is off the tee. So my consistency is really going to be focused in 2024 on hitting fairways. I don't care if I have to lose some distance if it means I'm hitting fairways. Because if I can hit fairways, I trust my iron game and my short game to be able to keep me at a very consistent level. So that's where I'm going in terms of more consistent. I want to be specific and also say primarily with the driver. Let's go to the next goal. I want to play in more tournaments. I want to play in more tournaments. And last year, my brother and I typically would play in a two-day tournament back in our hometown of Wheeling, West Virginia. It's a big amateur tournament. It's a best ball, but also an individual tournament. We didn't get to play in that last year, and I really did miss that. Uh, it was it was kind of like a culminating event for me, whereas I would be playing, practicing, and getting ready for that tournament. It gave me something to shoot for, and last year didn't have it. And so I kind of felt like my the, the season was missing something. But then I thought, well, maybe I shouldn't just bank on one tournament. What if I played in more tournaments? It doesn't matter the type of the tournament. It could be a scramble. It could be an individual tournament. It doesn't matter. I want to play in more tournaments. So I'm always, we are going to play in that two-man tournament or the two-day tournament back in Wheeling. I'm going to shoot to play in three golf tournaments this season, and that's not some lofty goal. I understand that, but that's my goal is to play in three golf tournaments this year, and that would include the two-day tournament for sure. I, I guess there's a part of me that wants to feel that pressure again. I love going out and playing for fun. I love going out and playing with my kids and with my family and they learn the game and we have a great time doing it. I love all of that, but there's also a part of me that does kind of miss the pressure pack situations I experienced in high school when I golfed in high school. And now since then I've only experienced it sparingly, maybe it's playing in a scramble 
that's super competitive. You have to have a big shot. You feel that a little bit. I definitely feel it in that two-day tournament that I spoke about with my brother. You get over a shot, and you know you need to you need to have a score on a hole because maybe my my partner, my brother, maybe he's he's out of it. He's hit the ball into the woods. He's looking at a double. I need to. I, that's pressure. I need to perform. Something about me that kind of misses that pressure a little bit. So that's why I want to golf in more tournaments. The next one's going to be difficult. I've lived in this area of Maryland now for almost 20 years. I've lived here longer than I have where I grew up. And so I feel like I've, I've networked myself a lot in terms of people that I've met. I played adult league softball. I've, I've done a lot of things in the community, but the one thing I've never been able to do is to find a really good group of guys to golf with. It just seems like every time I find someone that says, Oh yeah, I golf either. They don't golf that often. They can't golf when I can golf. They don't like to golf when the kids are there. And there's always these deterrents, no matter what. And it just seems like no matter, I, I feel like I found a group and then it just kind of falls apart. And it's just me by myself, or me with the kids. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with those two <laughs> scenarios. But for me, I would love to be able to find a group of gentlemen that have similar interests, similar age group. They, they can play at the same time and we can just have like a weekly get get out, play nine holes, doesn't matter, just have fun. I'd love to do that. There's nothing tangible about that more than just trying to find a group. That's the goal is to try to find a group. Okay, the next one is getting the kids on the golf course more. My kids are at the age where they like golf for multiple reasons. The young kids, they just like to go out and they just like to be with their dad and they like to be with their family, like to be, they have to have fun, that's it. Uh, then there's the kids that like to compete they like to work on their game. They like to challenge themselves to get better. I don't care what the reason is. I want to get them on the course more. If it means that I have to play after dinner on the summer night and we play all, all five kids and me done it before I'll do it again. That's fine. We can go walk nine holes late and we'll be finishing as the sun setting. And that's fine. I have no problem with that. But I think that for me, this is all going to tie into the golfing more. The more I get my kids involved, the more I am likely to get out there on the course and to hit those nine hole numbers of 59 hole rounds and 25, 18, 18 hole rounds. So we'll see if I can do that. Those are lofty goals, but we're, we're going to see getting the kids on the course more is only going to help. It's not going to hurt. Now, the last goal that I have is lofty and it's specific. And I have to ask myself, you know, the A in the smart goals is attainable. Is it attainable? My goal is to break 70 for the second time in my life. So I've, I've only done this once, obviously. It was uh, the day after Thanksgiving, I want to say in 2015. We played at Moundsville Country Club in Moundsville, West Virginia, for anyone that's in that northern panhandle area and has ever played that golf course. Not an easy golf course. And uh, I shot a 69. And it was a day that my I can still remember my dad saying, because every drive was just in the middle. It was greens and regulation two putt for par, move on. I birdied number one, made like a 40 foot putt for, for birdie and thought, man, like either I'm not going to be able to get off the schneid because I just got a skin on number one, or this could be something special. And it turned out to be something special. I remember my dad saying to everyone that was in the group with us, don't wake him up. He's unconscious. Like just let him go. And that's the way I felt. I felt like I was playing at a different level. Uh, I don't know if it was last season or the season before my brother shot 69 at a course near Pittsburgh at Fort Cherry. 
and he called me and he was super excited. Hey, I, I'm finally there with you. I broke 70 for the first time. I want to do it again. I want to do it again. And I, I'm going to start off with just the basics. You know, everyone always has, you see it on Instagram and on Twitter. You know, I want to break 90. I want to break 80. I want to break 70. The Break 80 podcast is an entire pod, great podcast. And that, that's all they're about, breaking 80. Well, for me, it's just going to be, let's check those boxes. So the first time I play 18 holes, I'll probably shoot in the 80s. So the break 90 box gets checked. Then the first 18 holes that I got and shoot in the 70s, all right, the break 80 box has been checked. And then there's only one box left, and that's the break 70. Can I do it? Can I break 70 for the second time in my life in 2024? How much work is it going to take? How much effort is it going to take? Do I still have it in me to do it? I don't know. I don't, I don't question myself and my abilities. I just question whether I'm going to have the time and energy to, to put forth to get it done. So we'll see. That's a goal of mine. So to recap some of those goals, it's really, to, in a nutshell, it's to golf more, have more fun doing it, find a group, and, and shoot some low rounds. To go low at least one more time. You know, I mean, I'm 41 years old now. I know I have a lot of great golf left in me, but while I still am at this age, I really want to make sure I can perform to the best of my ability. So for me, those are my goals. I would love to know what your goals are. Your 2024 golf goals. What are those goals? If you've never done this before, I've never done this until today. When I was writing my notes for my podcast, it was the first time in my life that I have goal setted golf for a season for myself. So do it if you've never done it. Do it and then let me know what it is. Put it out there. Put it out there. What's there? What's the harm in putting it out there? Just because you're setting a goal doesn't mean you're going to reach it. Hell, I could say I want to break 70. That doesn't mean I, 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 it doesn't mean I will. Hell, I haven't done it since 2000 and, uh, 2015. So think about that. Put those goals down and let's see what we can do. All right. Let's talk about some news quickly in the game of golf, the PGA Tour. Man, the Genesis was something, wasn't it? The Genesis Invitational, you had Jordan Spieth getting disqualified for signing an incorrect scorecard. Tiger Woods debut, he really screwed me over with my bet, by the way, last week. All I wanted was Tiger to go nine holes without having a bogey. Birdie's number one, awesome. Par five, number one. He normally struggles there. I thought we were over the hump. Nope, bogey's number two, my bet's screwed. So, I don't know. Tiger's debut was hit or miss. And by miss, I mean shank on 18. At the end of the first round, he said, well, my back was spasming. Any Tiger fan, and I'm not one of them, anyone out there that's a Tiger Woods fan that just lives and breathes and everything Tiger is what you're about, what he said before he said he hit it with a hosel should concern the hell out of you. My back was spasming. If you are having back spasms already and you haven't golfed a ton, this isn't the... Well, I've, I've been grinding. I played three straight weeks, and this is just the fourth tournament. My back's just really tired and fatigued at my age. I would get it if that were the circumstance, but that's not what happened. He's not played a lot. I'm sure he's hitting golf balls, and that's all well and good, but it's not the same as going out and golfing. And he has yet to play four competitive rounds in a really long time. In a really long time. So for all the Tiger Wood fans out there, you should be concerned not with the flu-like symptoms, but with the fact that he said before his shank on 18 at Riv that my back was spasming. That does not sound good for someone that you're thinking if he's going to stick to his, I'm going to play once a month for the rest of the season. You would think that the March tournament is going to be the players and you would think that the April tournament is going to be the Masters. 
So if his back is having issues already, that's that speaks that speaks trouble for Tiger Woods and his global fan base. Next was the Sunday Red debut. Sun Day Red. Um, I, I thought that the gear looked great. I'm not going to buy any of it. I'm not going to spend probably $150 almost for a polo. That just doesn't make sense to me. I'm not about to do that. I'm not. No, I don't have that type of money. But was pretty cool to see him go retro. He wore the shirt on in round two, which was very similar to the shirt he wore when he debuted in, as an amateur at Riviera. So it was pretty cool to see that. Hey, he always has good gear. I don't like the logo, but the gear is nice. The gear is nice. So like I said earlier in this podcast, uh, we have the Mexico Open coming up this weekend. I always give you all a bet. I looked at this field, and maybe there, there's a lot of people that know more about the the ins and outs of golf in terms of these players that can rise up, and this is not a star-studded field. When you think about the last two tournaments of the Waste Management in Phoenix, and then you have the Genesis at Riviera Country Club, those are two highly touted golf courses, highly touted fields you would have you have your Justin Thomas's, your Max Homas, your Jordan Spieth, even Tiger Woods. You have those big names in the field. It makes it a little bit easier to maybe put some money on it. This tournament in Mexico, furthest thing from it. Uh, the biggest name is the name that I'm going to hang my hat on in this tournament if I'm going to place a bet, which I'm definitely not placing a bet this week, is Tony Finau. He's plus 900 to win altogether. I think Tony Finau has been playing decent golf. I think that his... His game is coming around. He's got to get his putter hot. But when he's putting the ball well, he is dangerous. I've got Tony Finau plus 900 to win it all. That's interesting. But if you want to go a different route, I looked at that, the again, the entire field. And I just felt like Finau is a guy that if he could come out and, and get hot early, set the pace. And so if he's the first round leader, Tony Finau, you could be plus 2,200. Plus 2,200 if you want to place that bet that Tony Finau is leading the tournament after the round one concludes. So there's your bet for the Mexico Open. We'll see if that plays out. I doubt it does. Nonetheless, we will keep tabs on it. Last thing I want to mention before we call it a show, the Golfer Gang Podcast Network. As you listen to this podcast anywhere, I ask you, do you have a podcast? You ever wanted to have a podcast? Feel like you have the charisma, the audience to have a podcast? You absolutely can with the Golfer Gang Network. Anyone that's out there that has the ambition, the ability, and the knowledge to have a podcast that could even just talk about what they do with the game of golf around their local area. It doesn't have to talk about the PGA Tour, live, betting, anything like that. You could just talk about you and your buddies and the way that they've golfed every single week. That's fine. We could have a place for you. You can find me on Twitter at jhartman, H-A-R-T-M-A-N underscore P-I-T. You can also find me on Instagram at thegolf underscore life. Send me a message. I'd love to have that conversation because I think this is going to be something really special, the Golfer Gang Network. We are almost, we are approaching 10 feeds already for this project, and we just got started at the beginning of February. This is just the beginning, folks. So if you don't know what the Golfer Gang Network is, you will shortly. I'll tell you that right now. And that does it for me for this Fairways and Dreams podcast. Go get your goals set, everyone. But you know, we finish out these solo shows. Be safe, be kind, hit them straight. We'll see you for another two-man scramble on Tuesday on the Fairways and Dreams podcast. Take it easy.
This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. 